It's the I Thought I Knew You podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. How are you doing, Ed? I'm all right, thank you. I, um, I've just accidentally put the metronome on my recording. <laughs> I thought you were looking a bit spaced out. I'm thinking, what's up with him? Have the drugs kicked in? <laughs> so as soon as we started recording, all I could hear was... That's <laughs> 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 like some kind of crazy chicken. But, um, flipping out. We got as if you haven't got enough on know, metronomes I'm, rocking up. I'm with you now. We're all right, and I'm, at all least right, I'm in time. That's all I can say. Hey, oh, I like what you did there. <laughs> How are you doing? Are you all right? Very well, thank you. Just um, you know, not 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 doing too much. Um, I've planned a holiday, a real holiday. Oh. Mm. Um, that's a bit ambitious, perhaps. But um, I cracked a joke on Twitter saying that I was going that my wife had booked it and I was going to. Um, uh, so I, I, I put it in French and I can't remember the French for it now but I put it in French and it was the garden shed <laughs> oh, right. is that your holiday plan then? yeah well do you remember when we were talking about changing the names of all the rooms in the house I think yeah. that's the way no, that was very funny that I've, in fact I've used that gag elsewhere I've, oh I bet you have yeah, Nicky didn't give me credit it's now in my oeuvre it's in my oeuvre <laughs> I don't know what an oeuvre is though but it's in it <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've genuinely booked. Um, I've, my friend's got a like a, a Airbnb type thing um, down yeah. down in Essex on the coast, and I've managed to get a week there in August. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, you know, all I have to do is say that. Um, I, are you I, taking? Are you taking the family? I am. Yeah, but just I, I don't want to breach guidelines, so I thought all I'll do is is <laughs> say I've got COVID, <laughs> and then apparently I'm all right to go. Yeah, and take your glasses off. Take your glasses off when you're driving. <laughs> I, I went out last night. I got absolutely leathered last night, and I just went out in my car just to see if I actually was as drunk as I thought I might be. It's the right thing to do, isn't it? I didn't, I didn't really. I didn't really. Just, just, to, just in case anyone gets I love me. the circular logic. I really do. It's like... It's been... Why did you drive? I thought you were going out for drinks. I, I did have... I did, I did have some drinks. I did. I did. <laughs> so why did you drive? Well, I, I thought I was sober enough. But you're not sober enough, but I didn't hurt anyone. So it's yeah. okay. <laughs> so so it's, a, it's, a, it's an all-round win. Yeah. Oh, got, oh, that explains it all. I'll tell you what, it got me thinking. Um... Mm. This podcast, as uh, I, I don't want to make, make any kind of delusions of grandeur here, but I thought it's quite a good kind of narrative for us too, at, at, probably at the most, let alone the least, for us yeah. too to listen back to, to think about what was happening in this weird time. Oh, you're absolutely right. I, I, it's like I'm, I'm sure there's loads of lockdown podcasts that have that have been released by famous people and they've they've probably got slightly more traction than we've got. Yeah, but, but I'm really happy with what, the way things are going we're on an up mate the I Thought I Knew You podcast is on an up yeah we should shut it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's leave on a high leave on top 
<laughs> but the <laughs> thing got, is, we got Craig listening. Yeah, but the bigger podcast you see, all they're going to be doing is going like, "Oh, lockdown's so hard when I'm sat in my private swimming pool." And yeah, know. and you know, I've had to let the butler go. Yeah, I have to. I have to get the. Uh, I, have to, I have to fill a bucket with water from the kitchen and yeah. dig a hole and fill it up, and that's my paddling pool for the kids. That's 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 where I'm at, and I've got a garden. I'm privileged. You are privileged, yeah. you. I've got to say, mate, I'm, I'm slightly distracted by your beautiful, if I may say, your beautiful beard. It's it's getting rather large, isn't it? Are you going to grow hey, watch it? This. Like if, a, I, if I oh, there's something really <laughs> horrible about what you just. Oh God, <laughs> look at you now. Yeah, do you gel it down so it doesn't do that? <laughs> no, but if you, I'm just kind of airing it at the bottom, and then it gets really big. Are you a hipster? I'm trying. I'm going to be. I'm going to start. Giving the kids the uh, dinner just as as pools of ingredients on little posh plates or or pieces of wood. Ah, oh, hipsters have been around a while now, aren't they? Yeah, but I'm, Do you think I'm we're slow a bit to late? catch. <laughs> a bit, I'm a bit old to be a hipster. I don't. I've just got a dodgy hip. <laughs> That's a real dad joke. I like it. Thanks. <laughs> I just kind of thought. I'm just gonna. I, I, to be honest, I didn't even think about it. I'm just, I'm just getting really lazy. About my appearance can, in general. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that by the fact you've not even bothered getting dressed. And it's quarter past four. Um, do you know your beard now? I know you it very grow well. It a bit longer? You grow it a bit longer now, right? And you'll be able to, like, plait it. Well, uh, the longest I grew it, when I realised I needed to trim it, was when I went swimming and it, you'd, like, swish your head to the left and it would be, like, a second delay of it swishing... After. Really, it was pretty grim. So I'm going to try and beat that because who cares, right? <laughs> my, my, my mate Matthew, he grew, uh, he grew one of those. He, he, he had a beard, a lockdown beard. He shaved it off, but just left. Um, what did you call it? A stump? Was it a stump? Wait, or just on your lower lip, under, underneath oh, your lower lip? Is it long? Is that what they called them? They're kind of a '90s thing, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah, yeah. A stump. You'd have DJs, you know, with beanie hats on and sweaters <laughs> in, when it were boiling, lumping around their vinyl, but they always had like a little stumpy um, beard like that. There's, that Spanish, there's a Spanish footballer who made it quite famous, and then Oh, is it? Davi. I don't know anything about football. Oh, well, I've gone through my life pretending just to fit in. I didn't um, like football with... until I was much older. I'm still not that bothered about it. But um, not? I got into it through fantasy football in the staff room. Fantasy football, yeah, because it's all stats and figures. I got a bit addicted, and then I started watching. <laughs> then I started watching Match of the Day to try and get the edge over people. That's really funny. It's the weirdest way into football <laughs> ever, is isn't weird. it? I'm not saying that that's weird. That's weird. It is. A it's, bit. <laughs> it's caused me trouble though because I, I started getting quite knowledgeable in certain yeah. seasons. I haven't followed it for a while now. At that at that depth, anyway, and people would be like, yeah. "Oh, you're really into football. Do you want to come and play five aside?" I'm like, "I, I can't." play it <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just scared of getting kicked or tripping up I'm not that fussed I like it though do you know the, the, strangely I like the experience I like the sporting experience as a crowd as a member of the crowd that's there yeah. I went to the rugby once with my brother to watch England v Wales at, um, that's not football how no rugby know, uh, that's no. a different ball Oh no! I know it's odd. It's a different shape, <laughs> one. And I went, and I absolutely was buzzing on the atmosphere. Yeah. I didn't really know what was going on, but I absolutely loved it. And we had a right <laughs> old do, and it, there weren't any fighting or anything. Yeah. And I used to go to see the football with my dad when I were little. We used to go and watch Berry FC yeah. and Burnley. 
um, and I used to go and see Man City at Main Road. But it was that experience of going. Um, but I didn't really understand what was going on. And I was small as well, so you could never see out. Because it was in the day, in the old days. Are you ready for a violin? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. No, I'm no, no. Crying. This is for me. This is for me. Oh, oh. I, hang on. I can, I can actually get a violin. My dad. I've got one here. Go on. <laughs> no, no, go oh, on. I thought you I've actually, got my double bass over there. That'll just sound like Jaws then. Yeah. My dad, on. he never took me to a football game or a rugby match. But that's okay because... You've got fantasy football. <laughs> you don't even have to leave the house. To be fair, he probably asked me once and I just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, what is your relate Because you like running, don't you? I do now, yeah. I, I, well, I was never sporty as a kid. but no. um, I, Well, I was really into swimming when I was little, up to about age 11. Um, mm. And then I just... The, my mum just said you're right you're getting homework and stuff at school now do you want to stop swimming it and before she'd even finished the sentence I was like yes <laughs> <laughs> and that was I, it how were, how were often last to get picked me and um, me and Jason Williams in primary school mm. I mean he was a big kid I was just kind of scrawny I was like Billy Casper big, big, Billy Casper big Jason I know him big J big J he big was, J uh, <laughs> big J he was uh, he was big boned <laughs> that's what he kept telling us I'm big boned as we all looked up at him. He were absolutely massive. I was I was quite smart about being lazy though. I used to my my parents where I used to live. Uh, it's right on the edge of the park, which and, we, and yeah. it's quite close to the school, obviously. Um, and so in sixth form, you got to choose which sport you wanted to sort of specialise in. And I selected cycling because cycling, the way the school did it was they they basically like lunchtime finished at say one o'clock. And, they'd, yeah. and you'd meet at the school on your bikes and this is sick form so they didn't have to supervise you really and they went right go through the park and be back here by half three so we just and me and like three mates used to just cycle home and put Vanessa on <laughs> <laughs> but are you telling me that you had to do PE at sixth form games yeah yeah did you not? Oh my god! No, if that had, I would have just like sod it. I'm off getting a job. Screw this! Flipping heck! Last year of PE at my school, we got to pick stuff, but we were in fifth year, which is your year eleven in modern money, mm. and um, we got to choose, and we could go to baths, berry baths, and that was good. We used to enjoy that. That was good because you had the cracker walk into the baths, which was near school, and then you had the cracker getting some soup. You know the oxtail soup from the. Uh, it's you had, the little you had things. A bit of crack. Yeah, and and then uh, you got. To, I got to choose badminton because I like badminton, and mm. I got to choose a bit of tennis when when weather turned. But before that, in the earlier years of school, you had to do cross country, mm. and a cross country course. It was just. I know people make jokes about um, PE teachers and stuff but my goodness me to be a PE teacher now you've got to know your stuff then you just need to know how to roll up a cigarette back in the day back in the day right off you pop and then we'd be going cross country and the scariest thing about ours our cross country course was it went across a monkey bridge and on the monkey bridge that's where all the glue sniffers hung out <laughs> now glue sniffing it never really caught on in the way that you know the glue manufacturers hoped <laughs> I didn't mean that before the well that ad campaign didn't work very well did it it didn't work but they were a sad 
tardy bunch of, and they, and they were just sort of knocking about the structure of this monkey bridge and when when you ran through you you proper turned into Seb Co running through there <laughs> Linford Christie you went from sort of moseying around the cross country course to absolutely you were like a, a bullet from a gun a leaping gazelle <laughs> legging it through the monkey bridge because they spat at you and all sorts of oh they'd have God. stuff ready to chuck at you it were grim it was grim but weren't the 80s fabulous <laughs> well I'll tell you what I've forgotten I've forgotten about the monkey bridge mate I might need counselling after this well I was I came out of school as an expert in Ricky Lake and Vanessa mm. and I'm, I'm quite pleased with that to be honest yeah <laughs> yeah I, actually I've seen you use those skills well, when you're dealing it, with some of your students it opened my eyes to social justice um how different demographics live <laughs> white privilege oh, white privilege aye. I'll tell you what I've got I've had enough of right Go this on. is me today I've had I've had an hour do you know the lockdown week it's been going it, it's gone okay mm. this week but something upset me this afternoon I've been I've been renegotiating well not renegotiating reintroducing myself to eBay yeah. I've had an eBay account since 2002 Right. I didn't know that till I had a proper look at my account last week or something. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it, it's older than my son. Um, so <laughs> I've been um, I've been looking at all that and I've been selling stuff. I've been selling DVDs and stuff like that. To be honest, stuff I'd, I would have sent to a charity shop, some of it. But then well, we had a spare drum kit. That's the kind of thing we have in our house. We had a spare drum a spare kit, so drum I sold kit. that. Yeah, yeah, we've had a spare drum kit for ages. So we managed to get rid of that. Yeah. And... Um, and so I've, I've been quite enjoying it and it's added that sort of nice tension to the week just seeing items finish and yeah. get sold and then I've had to like package everything up and do a socially distancing trip to the post office but what's happened is someone won a DVD off me now they'd missed my I'm not going to the post office every day sod that did, you know did I'm you going say once someone a week. won a DVD yeah, they they bought. A, well, they yeah they won the. Oh, auction sorry, won the auction. I thought you were like holding eBay yeah. competitions. I, I was a bit lost. No, no, for a well, minute. it is like a competition. Yeah, I it's an auction. Did you? Did, uh, yeah, go, go on, on, carry on. No, it's right. Go on. No, and I mean we've all had different experiences on eBay. I mean, who hasn't you know had a bit to drink and ordered a Sherman tank? <laughs> who's um, who's who hasn't you know who hasn't thought I really want that harp. <laughs> you know um, who hasn't done that I know I have so um, you know we all make mistakes but anyway this experience has, been, has really it's ruined my afternoon and I'm so glad we're doing the podcast out because I'm just you can sort of letting it out I'm letting it out now I, I'll go to the post office once a week with loads of parcels and, and, and I'm going to stop you know once work kicks in properly I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be forgetting to do all this sort of business yeah. but I, I sold this DVD on there and then um, and I messaged him saying, look, I've been to post office today and I, I, I won't be going now for another few days, so please bear with me. And, you, you know, proper manners. Mm. Always use manners. And they didn't answer, so I thought, well, they must be all right. And I meant to go on Friday, and I just didn't. So I meant to go last Friday. And then it was bank holiday, wasn't it? I'd forgotten. I thought, oh, I'll go on Monday. And it was bank holiday. So I wrote another message to this, this person. Uh-oh. Who's called Leslie Price? And and uh, I I sent this um, this message to Mrs. Price, and <laughs> they um, on eBay, and they they didn't answer, 
And then they sent a message saying, when, I'm, when, when are you posting my DVD? And I thought, well, haven't you read me other messages? So I checked, thinking I may have made a mistake and I've been sending these messages to the wrong person. Yeah. And I hadn't. So I just messaged back going, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, look, straight up, I, I, I was going to go on Friday. I didn't go. I'm, I went ended up going on Tuesday this last Tuesday mm. and I've, and it's sent first class and it'll be with you Wednesday definitely Thursday you know mm. it'll definitely be with you and the thing and thing is when you when you deal with people in any any I think in any sort of uh, platform I think if you're honest and you're fair and you're just saying look this I've done it wrong and you're mm. apologetic I think people should cut you some slack unless you're some sort of nutter <laughs> and <laughs> And, and if you look at my feedback, because on eBay, if you don't know, on eBay, you get left feedback. Yeah, and my feedback is like hun- rank, doesn't what? it, or something? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm an above average seller. I'm 100%, you know, solid feedback, good feedback, and so on. And what they've done today, they've done the eBay equivalent <gasps> of taking me to court. Oh, it's no. like a kangaroo court on eBay, where an eBay are like being dead nice to you. They're like going, oh, it'd be really nice if you could sort this out. So I went and looked, and this person, um, <laughs> Miss Price uh, from London, uh, this person has put DVD not turned up. This seller is a joke. <laughs> Just fuck like that. I read it and I'm like I flipping spent I've spent you know it's taken you five minutes to open that up that that proper and all you've done is say that and you've not even asked for a refund you've just like we just opened up this thing oh dear I've written an essay so instead of doing like the work I'm supposed to be doing I've chuffing written an essay proper proper polite explaining all my comings and goings since since they won it obviously they're going to read it and they're going to think this bloke's a psycho (laughs) and the thing is and the thing is the other thing they're going to think is oh god he knows where I live because I've got their address it's Miss Price and she lives in London and I'm I'm thinking what I'm thinking why have you gone to the courts with this and do you know how much she won it for (laughs) £2.63 I want to. You can have a chuffing refund, mate. Love. I don't know who you are. Miss Price in, in London. <laughs> I love two the three pounds. <laughs> but the thing is, I sent it, and now it's that it's that he said he said he said she said he said thing. Because I want to say, I bet you've got it. I bet you've got it, and pretending you haven't got it now to save face. You're a joke. <laughs> um, but you you're can't clown. Aggressive. You're a clown. Yeah, you, what sort of clown are you? <laughs> and I would just. It really. Stuff like that proper niggles me. And I know we talked about it before. It's like when someone gives you a really bad review about, you know, professional work you might have done yeah. or, you know, an Amazon review. I know we've talked oh, about Oh, I had an Amazon before. review once. Two stars. I was lucky I got two, I suppose. Uh, two stars and it said, doesn't open properly on my Kindle. <laughs> yeah, because that's so like, your hey. fault. <laughs> you need to offer. You can reply on that and say, I'll come round to your house and read the you. <laughs> I'll read it to you. I'll tell you what, I'll turn the pages for you. Because you shouldn't be allowed out. <laughs> so for, the lockdown needs to carry on for some people. That's the way I see it. Because there's some nutters out there. So don't open. My, my message to our brilliant listeners today is, if you've got a gripe on eBay, open a case against someone. 
Yeah, just do deal, it. Try and deal with it first. <laughs> and if someone's clearly genuine, which I you can see from a profile I am, you know, if I had loads of negative feedback, then I'd understand it. But I haven't got anything bad. Yeah. Until, Until they go and leave some feedback now. soon. He's a clown. <laughs> Who is this loser? Well, I don't know, but um, I hope the DVD is lost in the what, post. What is, what is the DVD? Oh, it's great. It's Blood Simple by the Cohen Brothers. Oh, I like that. I would have bought yeah, that for £2.64 myself. <laughs> I'd have given you it and saved all this hassle. <laughs> you could have just had it, mate, if I'd known. But it's an old one. It's like an early DVD. It's in a. It was in a jewel case. It's a know, cardboard like a, one with the clip on. No, it's not that one. No, but another one. You mean it's a proper jewel case? It's right. plastic all the way around. It's not. It's um, hard plastic though, not the sort of soft DVD case. Did you read the you um, film stories blog about DVD cases? This is proper, no. proper nerdy. Right. Like the, do you remember the battle in with between DVDs and I think it was Sony had their own version and they were yeah. pushing really hard to release their H H D. Yeah, and and obviously H- DVD ended up winning. Yeah, um, and like the the they were trying to save money with the cases and stuff, and then yeah. what they hadn't anticipated is that the cases would just kind of dissolve over time. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Oh god! Which is why we have I've, these I've weird got, ones. I've now. got some. I've got lots of strange cases. I could talk about DVD cases for the rest of this podcast. No, you're all right. You actually, I regret even okay. bringing it up. To be honest, I just I'm just grateful for you listening to me. <laughs> eBay nonsense. I'm just I, I'm just like proper. I hate. I just what I hate is injustice, and I feel like. I feel. I mean, I'm glad I've not been wrongly convicted of murder because that'd freak that'd me be, right that'd out. That'd be slightly. That'd be bigger than worse, this. I think. It'd be worse than this. Yeah. Uh, Marginal. I'm telling you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love eBay and all, and it, it soiled my sort of happiness with it all. And it's, yeah. I might just write them a letter because I've got their address. Are you? Are you crying? <laughs> no. Sure. <laughs> I'm just tired. I've got something in my eye. Shut up. <laughs> well, I haven't had any eBay shenanigans. Oh, I have been have using it actually recently. Um, I've, I rarely, rarely sell things. I think I got um, similar to you, but I was completely guilty in mine. This is years and years and years ago. I, I sold a comic. Um, yeah. Because I read that it was quite valuable. So I thought, oh, I'll just flog that. I must, yeah. This must be, God, at least 10 years ago. Um, right, and it got snapped up really quickly, and it went for a, you know, a decent, a lot more than I paid for it. Not stupid money, but you know, um, yeah. But when I packaged it up, I was only in my early twenties. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, hmm. I just put it in like a normal um, large envelope and sent it. And when it arrived, <laughs> when it arrived, they sent me photos of what it arrived like. And like all the corners of the envelope were open, and oh, the no. comment was all bashed up, and I felt pretty bad. So I, um, I don't think I've sold anything them? since then. No, no, I just cl- what, what, closed what my comic account. Was it? <laughs> what comic was it? Um, I, oh, what would it have been? It would have been. God, you know what? I can't even remember. It must have been a. Su- I mean, it will definitely have been a Superman or a Batman comic because they were the only ones. Is it a Batman reading. comic? A Batman one. Yeah, like the one I've got here that I bought off eBay about ten years ago. <laughs> Robin get. <laughs> can't get anything these so, days. Well, I don't think I've sold anything on eBay since, but I have recently started buying stuff off it again. And in fact, yeah. it's comics again. Um, I don't. I, I went through a phase of reading loads of comics as a, as a kind of. Hmm the top end of my teenage years because um, we had a comic shop near where I used to live oh um, yeah 
and then I, I, I kind of stopped but occasionally you'd buy like a, a graphic novel thing that, that summarises you know it, it's a compendium of loads of them so you don't have to get all the individual ones um, and then recently I've, I've bought a couple from that have been recommended to me by uh, a friend of mine um, and they're dead good and it's really nice to get back into them in, in a lot of ways and you appreciate them more in different ways as an adult I think like I, I like the artwork because I've been drawing and stuff which I know we talked about last time um, yeah but yeah, so I've been buying them off eBay because they're they're like fifteen quid on Amazon, which is still quite cheap for what they mm. are. Um, but they're like three pounds secondhand. Yeah, I know. Me, my son's into him. Um, he's a child as well, eh? <laughs> and um, he uh, <laughs> he's we've we've redone his room and that, and he's got a special comic book area now. And uh, there's some good stuff on there. I mean, I'm glad he's it's reading, isn't it? I mean, as a as an English teacher, I'm I'm buzzing about comic books and getting kids reading them we mentioned it a few episodes ago the um sean tan's the arrival i think we mentioned yeah. and that's a comic book it's essentially a comic book and uh, but it's there's no there's no words in it at all mm. you've got to it's absolutely about reading between the lines it's a brilliant brilliant um book it's one of my favorite books actually it's just great Excellent. so yeah and, and i used to like um i like you know when they make movie versions I like to go back to the source so when they yeah. did V for Vendetta yeah. that film V for Vendetta I, like, I, I found the uh, obviously it's quite a classic isn't it the, oh the um, guy who wrote the, the that comic book like the legend Alan, of comics as it, Alan, Alan Moore is absolutely Alan Moore. mad now he's just gone yeah Lally, I think, well is it a persona is, it, is he pretending to be mad or it's hard to say I think he kind of he I, I suspect it is a little bit, but he's he's completely rejected the world that got him famous, essentially, because All right. people were just taking the mick and and like abusing his source material and things. Like I think Watchmen was was one of the ones that really riled him because he wrote Watchmen, and yeah. when they did the film, he said he hated it or something. But then they published something suggesting he really loved it and endorsed it. And that just really tipped him over the edge. Oh, I thought he had, yeah. I remember Watchmen coming out because me and my Year 11 media studies group were really excited about mm. it coming out. Um, it's quite a hard, yeah, and I've not quite a hard it, film so. to watch. <laughs> it is. It's not. It's. I can't. I can't even remember. I just remember it being hard going. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. The I think HBO did a TV series last year or even yeah. this year, and that got rave reviews. So I might have to invest in. that Was that an adaptation of the comic? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. All right. That's interesting. I, I did hear about that. I, did, I didn't um, see it. Um, and the others were sort of spin-offs as well that I was interested in. Um, I'm going. I mean, I'm buying this stuff 20 years ago, mm. but like aliens and stuff. Yeah. Um, the the alien franchise was before. I'm to, probably before those silly alien predator films, mm. but the uh, just um, just sort of alien spin-offs. You know, the, the, I've got a couple of cool ones downstairs. Oh, and, well, sorry, sorry. No, my son has them. Yes, yes, now. your son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Calling me a child. <laughs> yeah, and, and the other one. I'll tell you the other one that I really liked, Ed is um, 30 Days of Night, which they did make into a yes, film as well. Yes, they did, yeah. yeah. Have you, I, I haven't seen the film, is it good? Yeah, I, well, I mean, others might disagree. I've, I've watched it once when it came out, yeah. and I, I thought it was great, yeah. I like anything, though, set in snow. Vampires in snow, That'll t I want to watch that. Yeah. Anything in snow, I'm, I quite, I'm I quite like Any, the snow anything. theme as well. Yeah, and did you? Yeah, because I, I really, I genuinely do. I think it's because it was imprinted on me at a young age watching the thing. Mm. 
and I think I think if anyone was to name a snow film it'd be the thing yeah a snow kind of spooky film or a snow yeah. supernatural film uh, actually a, yeah to be few... fair my five year old will probably say the snowman yeah yeah or frozen <laughs> instead of the thing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can watch the thing or the fro or frozen. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Uh, I like the thingy, the thingy. Yeah, the thing. Right, we're putting yeah, on. That'll do. We're putting that on now. Uh, you cover your eyes for this bit. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few good supernatural films set in fr- in the frozen wastes, mm. and here's my recommendation off the top of my head. Uh, there's a film called um, The Last Winter. Mm-hmm which I, I'm sure I saw on Amazon or Netflix. I've got it on DVD. But it's um, it's got Ron Perlman in, who was... I love him. ...the first Hellboy. And and the best The Hellboy. real Hellboy. And, uh, and so he's in it, and it's by a, a, a filmmaker, a bit of an... Is it auteur? A bit of an auteur. A mm. bit of a, he's a cult figure called Larry Fessenden. And he made that, and then he made a great film with a great title called... I sell the dead. Ooh, so there's two. That but generates a lot of intrigue, straight away. Yeah, that's a good. They're both great movies, and they've both got Ron Perlman in. So anyway, I'm sorry, I've just gone off on. No, you're talking films. about snowy films. I like it. Yeah, I like snowy films. I like. I mean, you know, your classics. You know, it's a wonderful life and stuff like that. That's got snow in well, it. Well, I was Home thinking. Alone. I was thinking. We we got launched this, the new feature last last. Oh, yeah. Last week, I was going to say last episode, but last week is the same thing. We're doing weekly yes, podcasts. Yes, the it is these days. Um, and yeah, I think um, that to me that that fits in with where we're going with it today. So I'm, okay. I've got a couple of films right. that I'm going to talk to you about for our okay. new feature. And I, I opened this up. I don't know if you saw this, but I opened it up on Le Twitter and uh, yeah. the Book of Faces. And we've had oh, quite yeah. a few, quite a yeah. few responses from names wow. we have not mentioned on... So that's not Kelly then, or Craig? Oh, you just had to throw in the regulars, didn't you? I see, I see yeah, what you've done the, there. They've been there since the beginning, I get it, guys. I get it. You felt bad. Those guys it. have been there since the beginning. Yeah. My mate Chris, can I just tell you about Chris really quickly? I would love you organized. to name drop Chris. My, my mate Chris, who I, who I love dearly, is a really good mate. He... he um, he said to me, I'm, I'm on a FaceTime with him the other day, we're just catching up. He's got a proper lockdown air going on. And um, he's, hey, he's ginger like you. Brilliant. Do you I know must him? know him. Yeah, I must know him. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like when I go to America and they go, oh, do you know the Queen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know the Queen. We're best buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so he said, oh, uh, it'd be a good time for you to perhaps launch a podcast. Do a podcast, Owl. And I went, Chris. We're 19 episodes in, me mate. And he was like, chuff me, you're joking. So I, I've patched him into a couple of our face cloths because he's, he's ve- I'll tell you what, he's really knowledgeable on his music. He knows his music. He used to work in the music industry. He used to work Does, in the music industry. Do you um, mean he worked at HMV? No, no, he was a, he was a plugger or something. He, he, he tells a really good story. When after when we have to change the format again and we have to get guests in because we've run out of things to say. Yeah, that's um, coming. Chris, Chris will come because he's got a very funny story about meatloaf. Well, I was thinking, this is our twentieth twentieth episode. Oh, brilliant! Have you not got? I a feel jingle? like I know you now. <laughs> yeah, I think I know. I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit sick of you. I think that I know you. Like, it's you probably know. the new title. So it might be that we need to, you know, 
rethink the format a tiny bit. Well, I don't um, think we need to go too mad because I'm just looking at the. Well, clock I was thinking now you could just do it on your own, and I could. Say, um... <laughs> oh, the new format is. Uh, I got to know him. I now need someone new. I'm not that bothered. I like need some, some space. Sort of, like some sort of. It's <laughs> like some sort of I don't know spoken word serial killer. I have I tired like... of you, Ed. <laughs> No, it could be like speed dating, but slow dating. Really slow dating. Like 20 episodes. Do you want to carry on? Ed, it's a no uh. from me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Where's be. Chris's number? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, you made a jingle last week. It was brilliant. I've had that people is. stop me in the street about that jingle. No, well, really? First they asked me what you're doing out of the house, and I say I'm just seeing if I can see. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> there are definitely more people out, but I'm not going to dwell on that. No, no, I'm not going to dwell on it. No. Right. So, are you ready for the recommendations for? Um, oh, from yeah, oh, from. Shall uh, I do the jingle before I do the recommendations? I think we need to work? do it more than once. It cost a fortune that jingle. It did, yeah. Slightly quite crap films. Oh, I just love that jingle so much, oh, it's Ed. brilliant, it's isn't amazing, it? It's amazing, that. So go on, what's everyone said on the face cloths and the twatters? Well, oh, quite, and it's so loud, that jingle. Right, okay, so oh, <laughs> we'll start with, with Le Twatter. We have had for slightly crap, slightly quite crap film recommendations, which is our new feature about films that are quite enjoyable but not really very good. Yeah. Um... A few people have slightly misinterpreted this, I think, so I'm going to start with them. Okay. Right. <laughs> Beth Lilly recommends Sideways because it was inanely boring. She's right. Well, but you're supposed to kind of slightly enjoy the film. <laughs> yeah, got, it's got good people in it, hasn't it? Sideways. I can't it has, ask. but that you, can't, you, can't, <laughs> you can't drag a dead dog, can you? No, really? no. Um, She's spot on. S- She's spot yeah. on, though, is Beth. Snorways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kirsty Fish recommended Zoolander, but I kind of think that's just a great film, full stop. Oh, well, Zoolander divided the critics in my house. Did I thought it? it was good fun, but my wife didn't. So it's got, I it's think... got a, talking about cameos, isn't David Bowie? In yeah. Oh, Ziggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new um, catchphrase. <laughs> For every time we mention David Bowie, I do that. So you can did you say? Did out. I say Bowie and you said Bowie? Yeah, it's it's because oh, Ziggy, um, it's a it's a throwback to being a kid and not saying it right. All right, Graham Graham Andre. I'm going to come back to him because I did watch one of his recommendations. Yeah, suggested Over the Top with Stallone, which I've oh, not yeah. seen and I'd never heard of until he mentioned it. Really? I, that's definitely going to be in there eventually, but not today. I would rather um, stick needles in my eyes. <laughs> than uh, watch Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone. Have you ever seen it? I saw the trailer. That Is was that enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Nate Evans, who is a former trainee of mine, suggested Jack and Jill with Adam Sandler. I feel like that's just a god-awful film. <laughs> I've, I've heard of that, about how bad it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Has Nate seen it? I wonder. Um, oh. Well, he's also suggesting Male Cop 2, so I think he's just taken mm. this as absolute trash films yeah. as opposed to slightly quite crap films. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is a subjective field. I get no, it. And, I get and it. It, I'll be honest, it gives us something to talk about now we've run out of things to say. Yeah, to well, I'd, the more I can talk at you, the, the happier I am. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. You've, you've saved our marriage. 
Um, Mr. T teaching. I've no idea who that is. Oh, come on. We know it. Do you know them? Do I know them? I don't know. He suggests uh, Lake Placid, Jaws with a Crocodile. He's spot on with that. And the thing is, Mr. T teaching, I saw that at the cinema, Lake Placid, and yeah. it is brilliant. It's brilliant and funny, but it knows it's crap as well. It's yeah. kind of got its tongue firmly in its cheek. And look, I, I think that sits well in what we're talking about. It's yeah. no classic, yeah, but, but it is enjoyable. a classic and it's yeah. enjoyable. It's good yeah. fun, that. And I'd rather watch that 10 times on repeat than over the top once. I'm, I'm going to go through a couple more recommendations yeah. and I'm going to home in on what I actually okay. watch. Go. Um, my friend Ross Bannister from primary school. Oh, from Ross primary from school. primary. Um, he recommended Thor The Dark World, which I think is a great call. That is an enjoyable but pretty crap film. Which one's that? Is that the one? Who's, who's the villain in that one? Is it a lady? That's the second one that ends in London on the subway. Yeah, I've kind of forgotten it's a that. Bit, yeah, exactly. It's a bit of a mess. Okay. Um, Spaceballs. My mate James recommended Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my friend Mark recommended The Rocketeer, which I think is about right. It's it's the yeah. right kind of tone. That, yeah, and, I, and, and interesting Spaceballs, because we talked about Young Frankenstein last week. Yes. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Spaceballs. Yeah. Right, but this is what I went for, right? I went okay. for a double bill. Because they're kind of related. Because <laughs> I couldn't resist these two films. Right. When I, and I, I, I'm sorry, I'd never heard of either of these films okay. until I put this out there. Um, my, uh, a friend of mine, Joe Sibley, recommended Grizzly. Ah, uh, what a movie. Which is from the 70s. Yes. Um, and I'll talk about that more in a second. Yeah. And going back to Graham Andre, he recommended Zombievers and posted the trailer. And I just couldn't resist watching the trailer. And I, and I was hooked just from the trailer. Yeah. You, you've got so, two classics. There. <laughs> so the double bill for Slightly Quiet Crap Films this week yeah. is Grizzly yeah. and Zombievers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That sounds amazing. So which Are did you, you watch? ready? Yeah, which did you watch first? Oh, you're going to... Go on then. You, you, you I, crack I, on. I watched Grizzly first. Okay, now Grizzly is available on Amazon Prime, uh, so you don't have to pay if you remember. Um, and it's from 1976, which I think is the year straight after Jaws, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And it's been widely criticised, if that's the right word, as an absolute Jaws rip-off. <laughs> totally. And the tagline for the film is the most dangerous Jaws in the land. I love that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Now, the plot... <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> if this seems familiar, then I think you'll, you'll be catching on pretty quick here. Um, a, a, a rather large bear in a national park, an overly large bear... <laughs> begins a killing streak and is killing visitors to the park um, and is causing the park rangers concern. Mm. They raise these concerns with uh, someone who I guess we could call the mayor Mm. who refuses to close the park because it's hunting season and he wants to bring in lots of money. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's very familiar. It's very familiar, isn't it? To the point where there's even a scene, like scene for scene, some of these, some moments in that film. You remember the bit, in, I mean, I know you remember the bit in Jaws, where they're all yeah. on the boat and they're exchanging, like it gets really, really serious at night and they're talking about all the horror stories of sharks that they've yeah. experienced in the past and so on. 
Um, and then I think it's I think it comes shortly after or shortly before the famous bit where they're exchanging, uh, they're kind of one-upping each other with their scars. Yeah, um, and it's quite a it's quite a frightening scene without actually doing anything except talking. Um, because uh, he's a bit of a joker, isn't he? The the what's his name? The the fisherman. What Quint? Shores. Yeah, he's a bit of a joker in a lot of the scenes, but it's the, yeah. it's his scene where he's like, yeah. "No, I've seen some shit, and yeah. I I am a scarred man." The Indianapolis emotionally speech. and yeah. physically. That scene is in Grizzly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with almost exactly the same character, <laughs> just played by different people. It all goes serious around a campfire, and someone just does exactly the same thing. Right. Um, so it's got Christopher George in it. It's got Andrew Prine in it. It's got yeah. Richard. Is it Jackal? Richard J- Jekyll, I think. Jekyll. I, I might be wrong with that. Yeah. And I don't know these guys, but I'm sure you can enlighten me on some of their roles because I know that they're quite. They're, they're, they're just, they're those, if you look at their filmographies, they're pulp actors. What, what's interesting about the main with Christopher George and Andrew Prine? I, I can't remember. I, I, I haven't got all the details in front of me, but they. I remember the Christopher George character being the one I liked. Mm. I watched Grizzly, Ed, when it was shown first on television. So it, I reckon it's going to be about 1979, 1980, something like that. I remember mm. watching it. And that's why I've got an affection for it. And I was talking to someone on Twitter about this the other day, that these films that we're talking about, for me, and it's, it, this is very true of the film Jaws, which I've talked about too much in this podcast, but it's about when you saw it and how you saw it a lot of art is like that this is what we were talking about on Twitter that things resonate with you in a part of your tapestry if you like I think we talked about this before I mean with Grizzly I just remember watching it at home Mm. safely at home with my parents and we watched Grizzly one night and it was just like Jaws but to my young mind it didn't matter it was just another great film and scary but the thing that was really sad is one of the main characters dies that you kind of like Mm. well as I remember it I really liked him, and and the reason, uh, and and the reason I'm I really quite like the film now. I have never watched it, Ed, since I watched it with my parents in about 1979. Right? But I have owned it on VHS, <laughs> on DVD, and I recently Arrow Arrow Video, who are just brilliant, a brilliant producer of good yeah. quality um, uh, media. They produced a really lovely version on Blu-ray of Grizzly, and I bought yeah. it because. And I bought it. Maybe it's because I'm a hoarder, but maybe it's because it's it's part of I'm curating some sort of artistic museum of my mm. own life and experience, and that sits up there as as cheap, as silly, as awful as the film might be. <laughs> it's still to me, like other films I could talk about, it's still important. Hey, I tell you what, it, it is cheap and. <clears throat> There's no getting around the, you know, the scene. Any scene that involves the bear is yeah. just a bit of a mess because either they're using shots of a bear that's nowhere near anyone, yeah. or they're using shots of a, a pretend bear arm kind of swiping <laughs> yeah. in from left, like really, like without moving. Um, and the gore is quite funny because it's all, it's all post violence if you like so like you'll mm. someone will scream off camera and then it'll just show you a dismembered arm or something yeah. in that kind of 70s way of lots of ketchupy type stuff everywhere yeah um 
but it does have its moments. You know, the acting's really good in well, the, in a lot of scenes. Yeah, um, like, and genuinely, you 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 do bond with the characters or some of them. Yeah. Um, Although I have to say the, the ending was just hilarious. Like, like, <laughs> I can't remember it, mate. I mean, it's Did almost it scene up? for scene like Jaws, but in the woods all the way through. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so at the end of Jaws, I don't think it's spoiler alerts to say the, the shark ex- gets exploded. Did did. Yeah. Um, at the end of Grizzly, um, this guy, one of the main characters, is unloading shot after shot of this bear to no avail. And then they, <laughs> can I say it? I don't know if I can say it. Go on. Um, they bazooka the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it. I don't care. I'm getting that Blu-ray and getting it on. I'm gonna which, watch which it. Which just made me think straight away of um, bad taste with Peter Jackson. Oh There's yeah. There's a scene in that where a sheep <laughs> yeah. gets bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, I, I mean the the director. I always think he's got he's familiar, but he. Um, when I knew you were going to talk about it I just looked him up William Girdler he was called mm. and he died when he was 30 he died in a helicopter accident right. and he um, he had a, he, he didn't go to film school I don't think I think what he said about his he knew what his own films were mm. and he, he, it, there's a quote from him that I read where he just said um, I never went to film school so all the mistakes I make are right up there for you to see and I thought that's really <laughs> I like that. that's I like really that. humble and I don't know I think <laughs> it's very human that you know you mm. want your film directors to be really really good and efficient but actually there's a, a certainly in this sort of genre that we're looking at we kind of like the, a, a sort of recognition of ineptitude is is pretty cool as well absolutely as, um, t- as a teacher we've all been there yeah quite <laughs> Our mistakes are right um, there so the, and the last scene I want to talk about is yeah. there's a very briefly because I don't want to spoil this scene because it's I'll spoil the ending but not the scene. Um, there's a scene with a, a little kid with a bunny rabbit and considering the budget they're on, they do a really good job of very quickly building up a lot of tension and a bit of shock as well. And I just right. thought that's that's great that you can, you know, I almost feel like um, when I went to France once I went to um, a butcher's and I tried to speak in French and I've got really crap. F- skills in speaking French and every word I said the um, the shopkeeper was so pleased that I was trying she was just looking at me with that like head tilt to the side slightly going yes <laughs> go on yeah. and like really really pleased like the idiot is trying to speak French <laughs> the idiot <laughs> and I felt a li- I feel a b- little bit like that when I'm talking about this film I'm like oh they did such a good job at that point in the film yeah. but um it does, I, I did. In, I mean, the point is, I enjoyed the film, and that's the main thing, isn't it? Right? Of course, it is. Of course, it's the main thing. And yeah, I, I'm I'm in my attic, mate, and I'm surrounded by with those films, yeah. all of them. You know. So, what was the other movie you watched? Well, so that one, I don't think yeah. you can call Grizzly an homage to Jaws. It's a blatant ripoff yeah. of Jaws. Um, <laughs> but the, but the other movie, Zombievers, which is like the complete other extreme of this genre of yeah. You know, nature gone wild, or whatever you want to call it. Um, th- there was a scene in in Zombie. For, I can't even keep a straight face saying the film, that pays homage to Jaws as well. Like you know, the famous scene in I mean, every scene is famous in Jaws, where he's sat on in the deck chair and he realizes that what he's seeing is a shark. And the camera, I don't. Yeah. I'm sure you can tell me what I have. Like you yeah. can be more technical than me, but 
they do a bit of a trick with the camera where it looks like things are moving but nothing's moving and he's just looking at the camera and it just yeah, kind of zooms in on him it's kind of close up and he doesn't move yeah it's yeah. it's yeah they do that for one scene in this film which is obviously you know yeah a nod to, yeah. and there's a few nods in this film so Zombievers is as ridiculous as it sounds it is it wears its heart on its sleeve it is the daftest <laughs> comedy horror um, homedy I don't know homedy <laughs> <laughs> that's good um, I just I, but I loved it and it's so yeah. silly and yeah. it's almost as if um, they just kind of went right you know what you want out of this film and we're just going to give it you in chunks so <laughs> scene one's going to be this scene two hold on I've got a drilling outside give me a second oh, right, I'm just no, going to close fine. my window <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's left us, and, and Ed now has just walked off from um, the podcast. He's coming back How's now. That? He's coming. That's much better. That's much right, better. I'm now. back. Yeah, I'm back. I hope you held the fort for a few. I did. Seconds. Yeah, it was brilliant. We had a right laugh. If I start passing out now, it's because there's no air coming into <laughs> no. this room, and it's like thirty degrees outside. Yeah. Okay, so it's it wears its heart on heart on its sleeve, and it's almost as if they're kind of going right. So first ten minutes, we're gonna we're gonna do a stupid scene that sets up uh, a stupid premise of why these beavers become crazy. Yeah. Um, next ten minutes, we're gonna have some um, horny girls, mm. and they're gonna get the boobs out a lot. Mm. And then and then next ten minutes, everything goes bad. We're gonna put some gore in there. Next ten minutes. Uh, some some strangers arrive or you know like non-major cast members arrive you know they're gonna die and it's just it's I kind of like that it's just going here's the thing you want now yeah. here's the thing you want now here's yeah. the thing and you can imagine like the DVD chapters are like the bit with the boobs yeah. the bit with the gore the bit with the jaws scene the bit with the dog scene and <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I just love that it just want, it knows what it is it's dumb yeah. it manages to be really really funny um, and it's almost like a purposeful thing to say, right, we're not going to spend a lot of money on the effects of this because it'll be even funnier. So the beavers themselves are hand puppets. I love that, though. They've obviously got a hand in them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just makes it so comical, yeah. which it's trying to be. Um, and, you know, I just... It's so funny, but it's it's a very silly. It's quite a horny movie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's like uh, I think it was produced by the people who did American Pie, and it's got right. that kind of American Pie vibe underneath yeah. it all. Um, but yeah, really, really funny. And there's a, a brilliant, hilarious scene that is very similar to Anchorman. With the I don't know if you remember the dog scene in Anchorman. Yeah, I can't, um, I can't remember. I, I, I can't remember it, that. But I mean, the. Um, Zombievers is is just a brilliant <laughs> title as well. I think probably they went into the to pitch that and went Zombievers, and they went here's three million dollars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> didn't they? That's that's what happened there. And it's funny the two films you've chosen. And thanks for those recommendations. Was it Graham and who else was it? Who recommended Grizzly? Uh, Joe, 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 and uh, Graham for recommending those. And I just wanted to go back to Grizzly just really quickly because we've stumbled upon the um, Grizzly Bear genre, horror genre. <laughs> and I just wanted to point listeners to another two Grizzly Bear horror films. Uh, they're not horror, really, thrillers with a massive grizzly bear in it chomping at people yep. one of them which may surprise you when i just tell you very quickly about it is uh called into the grizzly maze 
which isn't as good a title as Zombievers. No. Into the Grizzly Maze. It's a it's a crap title. Is it M A I Z E? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> That'd be better actually, because then it'd have more connotations. Um, it's it's a stupid title for actually what I thought was a really serviceable um, thriller with a mm. massive grizzly and the cast. I do it's hope got, that was that was like a media quote on the on the poster. A serviceable thriller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they can have that. They can have that. Um, it's um, it's got James Marsden in it, who was in yeah. X Men. It's got Thomas Jane in it, who was in who was in the Mist. Something. He's in the Mist, <laughs> and he's in loads of stuff. <laughs> and Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn is in it. And the Scott Glenn. The Scott Glenn. And get ready, Billy Bob Thornton. He's in one. it. Billy Bob <laughs> is in it. And it's Bill a Bob. good film. And so I, I recommend that. And the other one is called Back Country. And I quite like that. That wasn't as good. But both of them knock the socks off Grizzly. Do they? <laughs> yeah. I'm but, surprised they didn't say Revenant. That's a bit of a grizzly horror, I, isn't it? That's got a great moment with a grizzly in, hasn't it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. You are kidding me. No, it's on Prime as well. I should do, really. Yeah, it's that's it, it's good, that. I, I enjoyed that. But I enjoyed, to be honest, I enjoy most films. Mm. And But the um, Zombies, I like. Both those films, this is what I was going to say, both those films are Revenge of Nature films, which, again... Is that is the official nut- brand for these films? Because there's got to be a... Yeah, common think, terminology for that kind of film. Uh, nature, I think the one Nature Strikes Back. I think is a is a. Is, if you googled that, you'd get all these movies. Okay. And and William Girdler, um, who made Grizzly, he also made a film called Day of the Animals, which is oh. where some animals just go crackers. And I think, but I might be wrong. David McCallum is in it. Who you won't know who he is because no, he's too I'm just young. Nodding, trying but to David look McCallum is, uh, was a fine actor. A fine actor. He was in a TV show called Sapphire and Steel with Joanna Lumley, and uh, we used to watch that. It was science fiction. It was like ITV's answer to Doctor Who, and <laughs> I remember watching it with my brother. We'd watch it. We both like fantasy Joanna Lumley, and at the end, we both look at each other. Go, oh, that was really cool. That, and we both knew that neither of us had understood any of it because <laughs> it was proper brainy. It was like what the chuff's going on. It was like. ITV Studios had got a strobe light, so that were it. Every all episode, it was a strobe light. It was from another dimension. Or like something. one pitch is zombie sold. The other one is yeah. we've got a strobe light and Joanna Lumley yeah. done. <laughs> done. Here's three million dollars. Well, I just want to finish this little yeah. feature with uh, there is a sequel to Grizzly. No, Grizzly Two: Return of the Grizzles. Um, and it was it, they filmed like something like three quarters of the film in the 70s yeah. and then they ran out of money and there's been a big campaign to try and finish it and so on and it's been finished and yeah. they aired it for the first time just like a month ago and it's coming out this year no guess who's in it from the 70s well before they were famous I don't know Three people who've become megastars since. Charlie Sheen. Who? Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Laura Dern. Yeah. And George Clooney. That is amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think they're all in it for about 30 seconds each. But yeah. you know what? They're going to top the bill. <laughs> and they certainly will. Flipping. No, so keep right. an eye out for that, listeners. Grizzly Grizz- 2. I don't think it is called Return of the Grizzles. It's called The Concert, isn't it? The Concert. Well, that's even worse. That's terrible. That's into the grizzly maze all over again. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's out on DVD. I'm assuming straight to DVD. I can't see it getting a cinema release, mate. Mainly because of COVID, not because of... No, quality. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that ends our feature. Slightly Quiet Crap Films. Slightly Slightly Quiet Crap crap films. Films. I love that jingle it's brilliant that mate (laughs) I I mean I hope this is a good turn that we've done which is um, just to focus on some silly films particularly while we're in lockdown I don't know what everyone else is like but I'm writing lists of of things I want to watch and when life goes back to normal as well I know we might yeah. it might appear that we've all got a lot of time on our hands but I'm not sure we have I know you know our teacher friends they've been working all the way through all this most of them you know most of the ones I know seem to have yeah, been working all the ones all of, yeah, all of them all yeah. of them I should say have yeah. been working through through this and I've been working through it I, I know lockdown's going to end and things are going to go back to normal and I'll be looking back thinking Oh, I wish I'd done that, and I wish I'd sorted this out, and I should have decorated that, and I'll have just let it all go by all this time we've had. But you know, what can you do? Yeah, but just I think as as long as I've always prioritised this whole way through, just try and make sure everyone's happy and yeah. healthy. Yeah, because um, uh, we're falling. We occasionally fall out over like a, a flipping twinkle worksheet, and it's just not worth it, is it? No, <laughs> it, it really isn't. It really isn't. I'm, I'm hoping what's happened is that teaching will be less sort of. Um, I don't want to open a can of worms. We're late in the show now, but um, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping people will be coming back to it all, facing in the same direction. You know, mm. I think some. Well, I feel that some some colleagues have got really lost before yeah. all this kicked off and I think I'm hoping this was, will help them refocus and in, in the most positive way yeah. um, possible you know yeah so we'll have to see uh, it might be interesting next week or the week after we've got um, school, some schools reopening and yeah I'm sure there'll be lots of stories coming through, but uh, yeah. interesting times as always. Yeah, so if you've been, if you've enjoyed this, thanks very much for for downloading it and listening to it. Me and Ed really appreciate it. And mm. and if you if you do go and find us on Facebook, the New You Podcast, and find us on Twitter as well. And we'll. It sounds like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is going on in the background <laughs> as I'm talking here. I don't know if you're picking that up. Um, so yeah, just please thanks so much for supporting us. We've got to episode twenty, and we're we've re- we're really enjoying doing this, and we hope that um, you're enjoying listening to it as well. And when you join in, when you get in touch with us and drop us a line, it's it's brilliant for us because uh, we we know uh, well, someone's listening to it. <laughs> so that's that's really great, and we really really appreciate it. We we genuinely do yeah and I do need more recommendations so please uh, send some more messages in oh, yeah. on your, your your preferences for slightly quite crap films please yeah alright then <laughs> thanks everyone thanks, see you guys. soon see you Take- bye bye the I Thought I Knew You podcast was brought to you by me, Howell Roberts, in partnership with a person I'm just getting to know a little bit better. Ed Southall. We'd like to thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and thank you for sharing. Please get in touch with us. We can be found on Twitter 
at New You Podcast. That's at New You Podcast. And also on Facebook, at New You Podcast. It's the same. Who'd have thought it? At New You Podcast. We're going to share it far and wide. You join in. Join the bandwagon. We're going to have a great time. See you next time, people. my bandwagon. Everybody's doing it too. Get on my bandwagon. With that photo.